Sage Against the Machine, where we talk about the local res politics here in Okwazasta and throughout Indian country. My name's Joshua. I'm Isaac. And we've been talking for about 20 minutes, <laughs> and I made a boo-boo. Pretty good stuff, too. That's okay. I wanted to talk about land claims anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, I do, too. Well, I, What was the good thing I said before? <laughs> well, it actually kind of, it all plays in, though, to the land claim stuff and the seaway claim, you know what I mean? Like, it. Like what we were just talking, we were just talking about how everybody is a little cog in the machine and the bureaucratic power that we all think, you know, that that it seems like our tribal leadership doesn't necessarily believe that they have that much. But when you examine it, our our nation does have a lot of leverage and influence and influence. So and influence is worth a lot. It is. Um, I mean, we could scare the shit out of people. Imagine here. if we funded local politicians. This is what I'm saying. And the towns around us, but we picked them and they did our bidding. Yes. And we did it openly. Yes. We openly did it. Yes. There's um, like, we were talking about just bef- like before this, before Josh forgot to start recording that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh, he called me out earlier when he wasn't recording. So I'm getting uh, Yeah, I wasn't recording either. Um, caught you, caught you being a politician with your quid pro quo. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm in next time. And, and, I, and I said something awesome, and then yep. I don't remember what it was. I don't either. <laughs> I have like, it's like we got the memory of a goldfish or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, but the, but yeah, so like all of that stuff. I mean, it's just very interesting to you know think about in that way. I don't know that. I don't know. I just don't know that anybody is really. Like, like the the local politician thing, it kills me because Bombay, we talked about Bombay before, and we literally could, we, we could pick two people from Akwazasne and determine who the judges are in Bombay. Yeah. The ones who have the authority to, you know, lock up. And we'll pick the wrong one. (laughs) Just like we did locally. Oh God. Yeah, well, the yes, the <laughs> tribal court judge we have now is really should not be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could do those things, and and I'm kind of getting to like I've always understood the idea of, and this is like I'm trying to get around to, you know, the local politicians and why we don't do that is, and I understand the idea of our people saying. That's not our country. It's not our people. It's to not our community. Yaki, right. Yaki, 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 yaki. I totally understand that. But the older I get, I keep thinking that that's a mistake. Well, truthfully, our ancestors did it. Right. Our ancestors had a Turo. If the Turo Wampa was not something we just invented, which is quite a possibility. You really think so? I think the, my personal, like, I'm not a historian, but I've, you know, I've read a lot. Yeah, you know a lot. Heard a lot. But <clears throat> my take is that, uh, it's a metaphor that we've had all along. We do have treaties like that. We right. have uh, covenant chain treaties. Right. So covenant chain language is used in it. We have, there's two rows, uh, you know, two paths, two rivers. Mm-hmm. We have all of those. Um, there's a word for what I'm trying to think of. Not there's there, anyways, we have those mental constructs mm-hmm. and uh, mnemonic type things right. within our culture. And so it just, it falls in line with that. 
I don't know if there was an actual meeting between the Dutch and the, you know, early Mohawks who said, we make this treaty to be self-evident. So, but, but the idea, I think, exists all along. And, but we do have plenty of instances in history where, uh, you know, we were playing France and England off of one another. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And choosing our side and affecting local stuff. So I, I think we've just been given an inferiority pro- complex. Like, we began this conversation talking about how <clears throat> uh, even little managers and low-level people in all these bureaucracies think they have a right to tell people what to say, where they're going to say it, how the information will be presented, as if they own it or something. <clears throat> and it's, uh, I feel, I've noticed it being pervasive. I think it's gross. I think it's dishonest. Uh, I, I think if you boldly stride forward with your message and unafraid and unabashed, and if you make mistakes, fuck it, you make mistakes. That's the way to be. And I, I don't appreciate this underhandedness and this. And maybe there's nothing to it, you know. Maybe they're just trying to protect their fife. But I don't like it. I, I despise it. Um, and like how we what we said earlier is that I think that you and I both are willing to actually say this shit out in front of everybody. And I do think that that probably has affected, you know, our, some of our opportunities, whatever, all that kind of shit. Even like the way that we're viewed in the community, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I know that I've heard said about you and I'm guessing I've heard said about <laughs> me when I'm not around is that I'm one of the, troublemakers you know <laughs> and and the thing is is like if you're gonna view me as a troublemaker well then tell me how i am mm-hmm. and then i'll hear you out and i'll respond but it is that gatekeeping of information and it and it, it does come off as it comes off as arrogant and it comes off as like controlling on a level that is not palatable to me, you, most people, mm-hmm. but most people won't say it. They just, most, I've noticed that most people commonly accept, accept anything. Yeah, they will. You know what actually came up today? We were. Doesn't mean they like it though. Yeah. And it's, but they will, it takes like, what all it takes for evil to prevail is for a good person to do nothing. Exactly. And um, it also, I think it was today. I had a conversation and I couldn't remember the name of it. And I do now the Milgram experiment came out. It's an experiment in uh, <clears throat> Milgram, I think New York. It's, it's a famous psychological experiment where the doctors who looked very official told these college students to deliver an electric shock to a supposed patient. And they told them to crank it up, crank it up until it was like fatal. It wasn't real. The whole right. thing was actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually know what you're talking about. But the about. people did it. Yep. But the people did it. Now, but <clears throat> you can change people though. The good mind, right? Now that we know the Milgram experiment is a thing and it is a fact of psychology that people tend to do what they're told, mm-hmm. you know that undeprogram yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So let's not be that way. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the takeaway. The takeaway of that lesson isn't like, I know a cool piece of trivia. It's, <laughs> it's like, okay, we can use this now in life knowing that maybe the information being fed to me isn't true. But I think that that, yeah, and like, I, I agree with you, you know, deprogramming yourself because, I mean, look at the way that we consume news and, you know, all those sorts of things. Most people end up in an echo chamber and that's not necessarily their fault because, I mean, let's be real, the mainstream media, social media, 
they do end up because they have so much influence and control over what you see mm -hmm. on a screen. You know, they, they are curating things. That's why, you know, everybody mm -hmm. says the algorithm. Yeah. They're curating it for you, yeah. you know, and then you end up, a lot of people end up in an echo chamber. And they're playing with your emotions. And they are. They, they're, um, what was the Facebook, um, remember the, he was, uh, he might have been like the CTO or something like when they first started and he testified in front of Congress. And what he said was that um, Facebook actually, that they, they, they learned that it was scientifically like accurate with psychology that the likes and the shares and all that stuff that that does feed on your mm. your like serotonin and your yeah. endorphins yeah and they knew that and they exploited it and all of the other social media companies do it too let's say their name yeah uh francis hogan was her name testified before a senate panel telling lawmakers they must intervene to solve a crisis created by his former her former uh, employer's products uh, leaked documents to court revealing uh, revealing the stuff that she revealed. But basically that people will click on it's the Howard Stern effect. It is. They they will they will pay attention to shit they hate. Yep. And that angers them more than stuff they, they like. I mean you watch the like I like to go on Reddit. I've only been doing it for like a couple months now really. But it's interesting is like you end up getting because I love to debate politics, all that shit. I love it. Like mm -hmm. what you and I are doing now, mm -hmm. like talking. I mean, you and I get along well, but you know, I like to get into it. It's but, a little different face to face too than it is on a text chat. Oh, <laughs> people online aren't gonna say the shit they do to me no. in person. There's no. no fucking way. Like, I'm not gonna like. I don't know jujitsu and shit like that, but I ain't afraid to fight. And if you said that shit to me in person, I would fucking hit you as hard as I could. Because of your opinions, you shall get ass cancer or die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I heard someone say, I hope you get herpes or something. And I could not stop laughing. I would say that out loud. Yeah. That was, it was funny. Like, I mean, I laugh, uh, but it, but yeah, I mean, so you end up in these places where it's it, it tends to be curated. You end up in an echo chamber. You have no, you you're because you're in that. You think it's all normal. So like you're in there, you're comfortable. You're never thinking, do I need to take a step back and like kind of maybe even start a new profile that's fresh and then go look around and see what mm. else is going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Because. Like what you were talking about with that experiment. So now we know that humans are that way, right? It's mm -hmm. definitive. It can't be argued. Um, so then, you know, it's not just about taking yourself out and deprogramming yourself. The people who are feeding the information mm -hmm. should be rethinking. And this is the thing. Yeah. They're not going to. This is kind of what. Doesn't make money to rethink. It, exactly. It doesn't. Like this is kind of one of the. <laughs> the. The. Um, foundational like springing boards for why we're doing this is because those in power know this shit but they won't do it yeah they're not going to do it because if you fed people good faith intellectually honest respectful information mm -hmm. that was full in scope this shit wouldn't be happening yeah. like it does now it yeah. wouldn't and that is probably one of the most gross and insidious mm. things that happens with people in power. Yeah. And if, the, you know, 
if anyone's l- labeling others as troublemakers because they talk, that's that's a sign. It is. Like if someone told me, I, I once, once upon a time, was more invested and involved in local politics, and somebody talked about, you know, buying votes and buying, um, buying influence, and <clears throat> I just, that to me, told me that person is completely corrupt. Another person who is, you know, valued by our community passed away, one time said it doesn't matter who's elected it's we work there anyway and we're you know the directors and all the people the bureaucracy is the ones who really call call the show it said it in a way to be like don't worry about who gets elected but i i saw the corruption and i guess i'm the kind of person who was like ew like it it, it had the opposite effect it actually maybe it radicalized me like oh this is common this had me looking more into things this is why here when you hear people talk about communism like Look a little deeper, mm-hmm. you know. Look a little deeper than the economic uh, policy. Yeah, I, I think look that, at psychology. Yeah, and it, well, and that's that's a thing too. Is like, you know, my wife, she got her degree in psychology, and she's telling me these things, and I'm like thinking about it. Now, mind you, like this is after the campaign and stuff, and as I as she's telling me these things, I'm like. This is the shit that politicians do. Like, Mm -hmm. they literally must have, you know, behavioral experts and psychologists, you know, whoever to help them. I mean, fuck, Facebook did it like we were just talking about. So these are tactics that they use willingly, knowingly, gleefully at times. The more narcissistic you are, the better you'll do. Absolutely. Until you're a complete, like, you know... uh narcissistic personality disorder mm-hmm. i bet you there are a lot of them i and i'm behind the wheels of power yeah if, if, if it's true psychopathy yeah yeah a that, lot a lot of them yeah i i totally agree with that because i i think like i don't know if you and i have talked about this before but i mean i'll call myself out on this if you know my intentions for why i wanted to be on tribal council truly were you know they, they they really came from a good place. But I do have an ego. Mm-hmm. I want people to say, Isaac did really good. You know, he's really trying to help. Yeah. Like, I do want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I fully admit that. And I think that most people who are, like, seeking those kinds of leadership positions, you have, they have egos. Yeah. They do. And... That certainly feeds into it because, look, I've talked to a lot of the politicians, you know, around here and, you know, I like most of them, Mm -hmm. but if anybody tried to tell me that they don't have an ego that plays into what they do, I will tell you you're full of shit. Right. Because it does. And for me, that's mostly what I, I don't want people full of shit. Yep. To have control of anything. (laughs) <laughs> that's Me? that's uh, I don't think that's a big big ask, you know. It, it, you can honestly say I make mistakes, but uh, you know, like I ran as a comedy bit. Yeah, I know <laughs> that was because like, Johnny B was was a run. Yeah, and he wasn't in town. He was yep. in, at Florida, so that was. <laughs> and I think like I think the community recognized what you were doing, but the thing. And I I tell you this all the time, but I really appreciated it because I think that, you know, it's a role that like you're a comedian and 
there's a role that comedians, satirists, you know, like that that is crucial to illuminating, you know, to illuminating the absurdities of what yeah. people do. You know yeah. what I mean? Politicians are ripe for this yeah. shit. So I really liked, I, I knew what you were doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I didn't take it as an offense. Mm-hmm. I took it as, I actually was really thankful that you did mm-hmm. because you just came out of the box and you were pointing out the, you know, the, the disparities between like what people really are doing and like using the comedic effect to highlight it. Mm-hmm. And that I appreciated because, you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying that this is right, but like you take someone like, like Dave Chappelle, right? Mm-hmm. When he speaks about politics, people listen more yeah. people who act than actually watch the fucking news, you know, right. or read yeah. a news article every fucking day. But when he points out like, how full of shit they are based on, you know, just, just using those examples and like, look how ridiculous this shit looks. Mm -hmm. And then you can point and say, you just did the same fucking thing. Yeah. And you're going to try to sit there and tell me I'm a troublemaker or that it's not, you know, that it's, it's not a good thing to use those kinds of communication skills to point it out. Like, yeah. And then it was troublemaker. My mistakes don't cause people their lives. Mm-hmm. My mistakes don't cost ninety million dollars. Yeah, an additional thirty million dollars. My mistakes don't have uh, generational effects. You know, so that's like we get funny with these words. Trump, but this isn't even land claims. <laughs> I know, I know. But this well, is, well, it can lead into well, it. Right we'll now. lead there. But like another one, I I noticed was like while well, you talk about violence. As if the system itself is not violent. Right. There are dudes in cars with lights on them, with uniforms on, and they will use violence. Somehow you accept that their violence is okay because they have a magic suit on. They're, they're not just a guy who used to bully everybody in eighth grade. <laughs> now they have a gun and a billy club, and they're the same guy. And you can see it in their actions. Uh, and at home they have a Trump flag flying and they have a Punisher sticker, which is problematic in a lot of ways. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like, I've never actually looked into it, but I suspect that the Punisher symbol is like a secret thing. It's a forced thing because the Punisher is actually, I know he kills corrupt cops. He kills everybody. (laughs) Who's a bad guy. Tell you, you know, they didn't read the comic. Fake nerds. See, I never read the comic. I just watched the show. Yeah. Which is great, by the way. It is. John Berntel's great. Oh, man. He's awesome. <laughs> that dude is so good. Like, <laughs> he plays I can't, such a good scumbag. He really, yo, he plays a good scumbag. He plays a good hero. He plays a good, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing, too, with the Punisher. I mean, if you just, like, if you weren't watching a narrative about it and you took a step back, you'd be like, holy fuck, this guy's a psycho. This guy's a psycho mass murderer. I mean, he kind of is a psycho. That's exactly what he is. He's a I psycho mean, mass murderer. Where the only, he's, um, that 70s movie, uh, Out to Kill? No, oh, uh, no. with uh, Charles Bronson? Uh, Charles Bronson. What's, what am I thinking of? Oh, God damn it. Death, Death Wish. Death Wish. That's, that's Punisher. The old school. That's the Punisher. He's yeah. not a good guy. No. He's, he, like, I like him because he, you know, he goes after the bad guys. But, like, I mean, objectively, by society standards, he is not a good man. Yeah. He's not. And so, object- objectively, you know, when you strip away the uh, 
the things we're supposed to do, like oh, wave your flag. That's 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 not my flag. That's that's not my culture. Like mm-hmm. no, you're you're a guy with a gun who drives in a car. You're looking more and more like a like a soldier, right? Which is weird, it, it, but it's for safety, right? And and like I mean, we've done the cop thing over. Yeah, and over. yeah, but it's it's, but, it's, it's but, one example of how it, yeah, the, but and I get violence that. inherent in society. It is pretending it's not there. Yep, pretending your violence is okay. Yep. You know, the, 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 I got behind me a warrior flag, which is presented as violent. Right. But when's the last time anyone has done any violence under this flag? You take, typically, it's people defending themselves yep. against corporations and government. That's right. You know, nine times out of ten, that's what it is. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, how many, you know, how much violence was done under police? Aren't they? It's a, it's a pretty big problem all over. And it's important locally because they get the same training. Mm-hmm. Training is the same. Yeah. And there's the no, attitude. I mean, honestly, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because there is state sanctioned violence and, you know, and, and why is that okay? Well, it's for the greater good. It's for, you know, we have better judgment than you and we know when to use it and all this shit. Okay. Say that all you want, but the minute that, you know, you get some citizens together who are in my, like, like, this is just an example, but like who in this hypothetical scenario, you know, if it's a situation comes up and you get a group of citizens together, they band together and they go out to defend, you know, whatever it is. And they end up using violent means, but only in response to, you know, an initial action by an aggressor, Mm -hmm. be it a state sponsored one or another group of whoever, you know, it's always going to, well, I mean, the state is almost always going to portray those people in a bad light. Mm -hmm. And the warrior flag is a good example because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you look at oppressed people around the world, they take the warrior flag and use it for, to express that, you know, the oppressed, the fighting back against the big guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Unity, strength for those people. Fuck, we're good at symbols. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but it's, it, that's true. And, but they get like, you know, and then you end up with, and then of course, you know, most of those state agencies, powers, whatever, when they see that or they talk about that flag, it's evil. Yeah, it's a terrorist symbol. Yeah, it's terrorist. The Canadian symbol. military literally had people dressed like Mohawk warriors, and they were using it to train. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the people that are killing the terrorists. Yep. So I mean, it's just like it always is coming back to. It's almost like it. I mean, I guess it is. It's just like perceptions. You know, people's perceptions and yeah, how they get formulated and how they get manipulated. George and then, Carlin had a whole bit on this in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, he's you know it's uh, one person's freedom fighters, another person's terrorist. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean that shit ring that shit's just as true today as it was fifty years ago. So mm-hmm. so when it comes so typically those states have their local actors, and those are the federally recognized um, elective councils on either side of the border. Mm-hmm. Each one has their own. They have various powers. Uh, the tribal one has more power. Uh, the Canadian one has a lot more people. Yep. Um, 
So both of these are in charge of land claims and land and negotiating. And somehow the offshoot, I, I think it's more egregious in Canada because the band council is literally a creation of mm-hmm. of um, Canada. Canada, the, I think, is a little muddier when it comes to the U.S. side. A little mm, bit. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. So, <clears throat> so um, both have different claims going on right now. Mm-hmm. Do you have you are you abreast of this? Yeah, I mean a little bit. I don't see, and that's the thing. Like when we were talking about speaking about this on the, you know, on this show, is that, you know, I'm initiated enough. I mean, I can. I think that if I give my opinions, I'm not speaking out of complete and total ignorance. Um, I don't, you know, as you referred to earlier, we have a lot of historians in Akwesasne people who know a hell of a lot more than me, but I know the basics and I'm not going to pretend I know anything more than just, you know, so, you know, I, I know a little bit, you know, but it's, um, I think that this is something that, you know, is ripe for discussion and I know, you know, a lot more, so. I don't know if I do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, have, I have fuzzy longhouse guide knowledge. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the stuff that I picked up from like, when I was working other places and, you know, learning about all this stuff is it's just, it's like, uh, because I mean, if you look at the, like the seaway claim, I know like very, very little about, I'm actually reading about it now yeah. cause I'm going to do an article, um, for next week's paper. Um, and then the land claim over here, which actually, I mean, MCA is a part of too, but I mean, it really comes down to, for me, I just, I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle because, and it's not like the land is the most important thing, but I also think that there's something that people aren't considering when we settle is that it looks like we're giving up Mm. and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to quit. I don't want to. I mean, I guess this is ego too. I don't want to look weak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that, you know, maybe I'm wrong that it's a sign of weakness, but I'm being completely honest here. That's part, you know, it, it partially feels like that to me to settle mm-hmm. is that it's weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't have that fearless heart to go into that courtroom and fight it out. Okay. You know, like I, I just, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm stubborn and all that shit, like really bad. And once I dig in, I, it's, you know, like I can come out of it, but you know, it's just like, this is something where I really feel strongly about that is that it feels, it feels a little bit like weakness to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I think that, you know, like how we were talking before about the leverage influence that, you know, we can exert here, but we don't. This is an opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, we go into court and we lose. Well, you know, it's like, I, 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 I'm not even kidding. I would rather take that than a payoff. Yeah, I would. You'd rather have nothing than. I would rather have nothing and fight like mm-hmm. hell. Than 
end up with, and mind you this too, what they're offering us is a fucking pittance. You yeah. know what I mean? What's on the table? I think it's um, shit. Um, it's the the land set aside that we can buy back. Yeah. Um, and then there's the access to the electric, the power. Yeah. Um, there is Some money. There's money, but I can't remember the exact dollar I think amount. It was thirty two million. Yeah, I thought it was like thirty or forty million over something like, like that. Like two million a year. Yeah, for like 15, 20 years. And and then uh, this is the other thing is that I, I it seems like this the 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 messaging kind of shifts sometimes to me to where it actually confuses me. Yeah, because like I've heard council say, well, we're gonna settle, but we're not giving up any land. And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Maybe because, I should to the meetings. Right. Because <laughs> like, to me, if you like, are you, are we completely giving up on the miles square? Mm -hmm. Because if we are, then in my mind, we are giving up land, mm -hmm. you know, much more valuable and useful land to our people mm -hmm. than those fucking 8,000 acres or whatever it is out in St. Lawrence County. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so I just, that's kind of the way that I come at it. And, and I, I don't know. I've, there's lawyers that I've talked to about this. And because normally what you hear from the attorneys who work for the tribe, they're afraid of the, they're afraid of the Supreme court. Okay. I get it. Cut this Trump's. Well, right wow. right well this is something else that people don't fucking recognize like trump's first appointee neil gorsuch mm -hmm. he is actually well i know he's like a religious fundamentalist in some ways which you know whatever do your own thing but um but he actually is very very friendly to the indian mm. very um, I didn't know that when he first was nominated, I was working at the court and, um, one of the lawyers told me cause they were from out West. So they said, L read this particular case. It was involving the Utes out in Utah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I read it and I came away and I was like, what the fuck? Like this guy just like totally sided with the natives. Mm -hmm. And, and then the recent decision for uh, ICWA came out. Yep, that's true. And he was right there. And so I kind of knew he was going to do that, mm -hmm. but I was worried about the rest of them. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like, like I understand the fear. Whenever we go to court. It's a we, risk. Yeah, it is yeah. a risk and we tend to get fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you got to look at the composition of the court. Gorsuch actually could really be a friend here. Mm -hmm. So that would probably take, you know that the three liberal justices are good. So right there, it's 5-4. Do you think the liberal justices be on our side? I do. Because uh, I have a feeling like <clears throat> uh, land, New York's a very blue state. Yep. And giving land to Indians might piss off some blue state people true and then i've also i've read before that the federal government tends to side with indians because it reduces state power 
especially in New York. It's an interesting thing. Because, yeah. because Indian land comes under federal government, not state government. Yeah. So it's like... Mm. We're in a unique... Yeah, we are, because we're a 13 colony thing. Yeah. Which and, is uh, fucking weird. And 232 and 233, that shit. It's it's definitely different. Um, but, I mean, yeah, we do have a unique... We have a unique relationship with the state and all that stuff than to basically every other tribe, you know, in in the United States. But I think that um, they're it's like because one thing is, and I don't care who's listening to this, who will get mad at me for it. I can't stand RBG. She's the one who wrote the opinion mm-hmm. in Cheryl, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I've also read things that she regretted it, whatever. But I do think that the current liberal justices on the court, I, I, I actually believe that they would side with us because they, they, they're, they know how bad the Cheryl decision fucked all of us. Mm-hmm. Like how much that hurt all Indians, all Indian land claims. They know that. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a really good shot that Gorsuch would side with us. So that's 5-4. Yeah. And obviously Alito, Thomas, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, I don't think that they would go with us. But I actually think there's a chance. I mean, maybe one of them would. But I think there may be a chance to get... Probably not Roberts, actually. But I, there's a shot to get one of the other conservatives. Mm-hmm. I think that there is. And and like I said, we lose, we walk away with nothing. We walk away with nothing. And, yeah, I'll prove – I'll die on that hill. Yeah. I will. Because even if we lose, what is going to change for us? Mm-hmm. Well, functionally, nothing would change except for the triangle. Exactly. And I, I think we could still just break the law. Yeah. Like Don't pay it. Yeah, I'm not afraid of just breaking the law if everybody's going to break it with me. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. We stand unified with this yeah. shit. You know what I mean? It's not like, I mean, that that's one of the things that one of the lawyers and I were talking about. And he said that to me. He was like, he asked me that question. He said, look at it like this. If we go to court and we lose, what's really going to change? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I live on the land claim. Exactly. So. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, like I would just keep playing the tax I paid because I'm not a retard. Yeah, that, I mean, like that's the thing is like, and even like there's there's all kinds of stuff that, and I, I wouldn't be able to explain it right, but the idea of um, the um, seizing of the land and you know eviction and all that stuff. If you all stick, first of all, it is a process in New York State, but also if the people. St- stuck together yeah. on this there's the state does not want to have fucking problems with us like that but everybody yeah. is so afraid of just being assertive because yeah. they're afraid that they will try to the state does not want that they do not want that look at what look at what Hokel did to the Senecas right yeah that the was fucking shit. blowback that she got for that was crazy. But was it real? Because like she's still there. Oh no no no! They took yeah. all the money. No no no! I know. Build a stadium. Climate overall. Well, yeah, they were going to get that money anyway. Yeah yeah. And stick it in Bitcoin next time, guys. Yep. Oh, well, I know that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That was a. Did you, did you and I talk about this before? I don't know. To have um, 
to have our own currency. Yeah, yeah. Or like our own financial way to get around their system. Yeah. You know, like we'll have to take tax. We'll have to do tax, uh, tax evasion on another. Oh God. <laughs> well, that's the thing though. Is like, so it says it in the constitution, India is not taxed. Exactly. And I think that like, you know, so like just more outside the box thinking, being just stronger of will. Like I, it, it, it makes me cringe when I, I'm in a meeting or I'm hearing council speak and they are just outright telling everyone that they're afraid. I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. I have some boldness. So, okay. Pretend. Okay. We don't go for this settlement. What happens next? Does it go like, does it actually, I, I would, I would doubt it would ever actually make it to court. I mean, try, that's what I'm, I'm waiting for, like them to find some other kind of like reasoning to just not send it, and just destroy it somehow. You mean the state? And the yeah, 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 the state and the federal government. They probably would. I mean, I think at this point, though, none of none of the parties involved really want to kind of toss it away because they've been negotiating for so long. But it's a whole whole lifetime for some lawyers. Yeah, and I mean, millions of dollars in fees too. What a great gig! I know, dude. I, there are you get paid so much money. These people just can't make up their minds, so you just keep get doing it over again. I mean, it must be nice to get like five hundred bucks an hour, all your expenses paid, you know, all of it, you know. And it's like, I don't know. I just kind of look at it from a different way, you know. What back, you know, the background that I do have in in the legal field. Me, I'm always gonna look for a lawyer who wants to fight. You know, like uh-huh. I want to hear, I want to hear innovative ideas on how to fight a land claim. Uh-huh. That's what I want to hear, you know, because I'm not trained enough to like flesh out a legal theory for how to do that. Yeah. Um, but I know there are attorneys out there who have those ideas. Yeah. And like I said, I'd rather die on that hill and maybe maybe some of it's vanity. I don't know, but or just you know, your ego. I just mm-hmm. don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to look weak. Okay. So like, um, so and it's not even looking weak. I don't want to be weak. I yeah. want to go for it because it's ours. Yeah. Well, the radical in me says have lots of children and laws don't matter. We win the way the French won Quebec and the way the Amish are winning the North Country. Yeah, no shit. Is by Filling it with millions of Mohawks that speak Mohawk and do their culture and language. And then you just kind of win by default. That's what the fucking court already told yeah. everybody. It's, it's, it's why Utah is owned by the Mormons. Yes. Like you go to those countries, places there that don't follow federal law. They just do their thing and nobody fucks with them. Yep. It, well, I mean, honestly, that's what the court fucking said. And Cheryl basically was that was one of the things was the composition of the land that they want back over the last 200 years has changed so much like to be white people living there. And that's yeah. the composition of that land now that you can't just disrupt that anymore. Well, mm. in the triangle, our people actually did that. Yeah. Started buying the land, having kids, occupying it. Now it's Mohawks uh-huh. instead of white people. Yeah. So now they don't want to fuck with that at all. Right. So that's ours. 
right? I mean, aside from the tax issue, outstanding, yeah. whatever. But so why don't we just do that? You know, go to those miles square, like start investing into buying that land. Yeah. And because I'm not like totally radical to the point where I'm like, no, let's go forcibly take it over. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I wouldn't go there because no. honestly, these people are friends and family. Yeah, exactly. At this, yeah, at this point, half the town are half the town are these old white people that are racist and kind of stupid. Yep. We had to deal with a lawyer recently with an organization, a lawyer who has an office on Main Street in Fort Covington. Won't say his name because he's a lawyer. Very racist. Really? The kind of old-fashioned racist where you're fucking ignorant and you don't... You just don't know it. You just don't... Yeah. Or... You just make these assumptions because you're a white guy and you think you rule the world (laughs) even though you're an old fucking fat old person nobody ever wants to fuck ever again. Wait, that's average outlaw. Sorry. Oh, we <laughs> Yeah. So, so this guy who has an office in Fort Covington on Main Street that that I won't all right under thirty seven that I won't name. Uh, yeah, he had to make these little comments, but it was doing it was just a land contract thing, so they had to deal with his guy because I I don't know why I would have hired somebody else, but I wasn't in charge. Right. I just heard about it third person because they you know the person doing it was annoyed. Right. 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 You know this old racist misogynist white man still has the fucking that should have retired fifty years ago, but he hasn't. Uh, <laughs> that, that, so, so that's about half the town right there like the ignorant ignorant uh nope oh okay. nope nope um I, that's that's another one but i think that guy might be a little less ignorant yeah he is. <laughs> yeah but no um but there's a, quite a bit of that in fort copy and the rest are blended yeah. families yeah well yeah and that that's one of the things is that like again it 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 would if if the councils actually took that time and stepped back, you know what I mean, and like objectively analyzed all of this stuff, like instead of being at the point that we are now, we could have been um, we could have been uh, we could have been working to try to yeah. populate these areas with Mohawks, you know right. what I mean like and and take. You know, okay, $30 million for the IGA, right? What if you took $30 million yeah. and just started to look for properties for sale where the mile squares <laughs> the are? The entirety of Fort Covington? It, right. <laughs> you, you probably could buy most of the mile square yeah. in Fort for not $30 million. <laughs> and then in Messina, the same thing. So start buying all mm. of those fucking properties. Move people in. Start improving yeah. them make businesses move families in there for subsidized rent yeah feet on the ground exactly boots on the ground that's all it fucking takes you know i've been saying this for like 20 years i know that's why i thought it was cool because <laughs> you and i were you were one of the only other people that i've heard say the same thing like what jackie did yeah. over in hopkins point yeah go and just you know don't don't threaten people yeah. don't hurt people no. but it's open just go occupy yeah. it and start making something out of it. And my friend, uh, a friend of mine who's Mohawk who lives in Bombay said, we can also get on their town councils. That's what we Spe- were just especially, talking Especially if, you know, you have so many Mohawks, if we voted as blocks. I mean, Longhouse people can do that as well. Like, I'm, I'm also a fan of not just, you know, what I like about this sort of thinking is it allows individual action. Mm-hmm. Yes, the tribal council, Mohawk council, who has a huge housing problem, 
could do that. They could create a nonprofit. They could create land trusts. Yep. They could do it legally, right, within the system that exists now without doing anything special. Absolutely. Uh, they could use some of these monies that they're getting from, you know, various land claims, like the <laughs> Seaway claim, which is a done. It's a done deal. Uh, they still got to vote. I'm, I'm not sure which one's done, but the, the OPG deal's done. The land, the, the trust exists. Yeah, I think the OPG is done. Yeah, that's okay. So the, the Dundee settlement claim is done. Yep. You, you have this trust. Now they're arguing over what to do with the money. Yep. How about instead of building another splash pad by the river down Sny? Mm, that's an irritating one. <laughs> it's like you don't have a beach, but you build a splash pad, you fucking assholes. Make a beach. Yeah. That's just, just another piece of, anyways, tangent. But, uh, you know, you could you could use that money to buy up these places and yep. put people in homes, put them to work. Yep. Um, and, and individuals could do this too. You you got an extra, you know, you, you got some extra weed money sitting around, buy a spread. Some of the smart, you know, back in the day, a lot of the cigarette people did oh, that, exactly that. Some of these guys have done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the dispensary, you know, yeah. weed guys, they have done it. Um, <laughs> probably not for the purposes of what you and I are thinking no. of, but... You know, it goes back to that, like you, like the idea of the collective, right? So, you know, you're you're Mr. Mr. Pink and, or you know, Mr. Pink and Mr. Blue have ten million dollars each, and they're already comfortable. Their houses are built, all that shit. Maybe you take a million of, you know, a million or two million that you got stashed away, and meet with some other rich people. Mm-hmm collectively talk about let's go start buying out chunks of land and you know like um was it you was talking about like less expensive ways to like build housing and stuff like yeah 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 let's put some of those up you know and like you move out families you move families out there that are you know like three four five seven whatever you know families out there all that stuff, and we just start occupying it. Mm-hmm. And eventually, because Bombay, they have to be losing population. There's no fucking way. The f- they're filling up with the Amish. Well, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, there's no way that you can tell me that, like, my understanding is the last time I checked it, we're one of the only places in the North Country that has a growing population. Yeah. One of the only. So you're t- we all know on the res... We don't have enough land for everybody. Yeah. You know? So why haven't they been fucking doing this for at least 10 years? And that's that's where I go to the tree principle. The best time to plant plant an apple tree was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. The next best time is right now. Exactly. Like, we can't just keep waiting. Now, individuals have done this, like... uh, but I, I encourage people to do that as a direct action and as, you know, the old mutual aid society. Mm-hmm. You know, all of our longhouses, even some of these churches, they're mutual aid societies. Yes. It's, it's our culture to do that. I I keep seeing these spots in the Adirondacks for sale. Uh, Debar Ponds for sale. Camp Bedford's for sale. These are, you know, nice facilities. Expensive? Yeah. Yeah. A million dollars. I mean, in the long run. Well, you know what, though? We honestly, like, I, I brought up the IGA and I... Didn't keep going with that specific thing, but because we beat that dead horse every day. Well, yeah, and and that's fine, but like, it's not even like just that they're stupidly building fucking office space. Whatever, I'm done with it now. But um, (laughs) I just think like, what could you have done? Like, because you know, I wanted to make it a community center. Okay, so if we're not going to do that, what if you took that thirty million dollars and started to buy up these chunks? I mean, like, I just don't. 
like the 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 council will come and directly tell us yeah. this is why we're afraid because the composition of these pieces of land are not Mohawk any longer. Mm-hmm. You've known this since 2005. It's mm-hmm. 18 fucking years ago since Cheryl came out. Mm-hmm. There's been times where we've had money coming in and and this is like the land around us is not all that fucking expensive most of the time. No, no. So just start buying it and putting up cheap housing and fucking occupy it. And meanwhile, they are subsidizing rent. <laughs> yeah. You know, to very wealthy people. But nothing against them. They they you know, they invested their money wisely. Well, um, they, I have issues with it. But. Uh, yeah. I'm fucking commie. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't go full communist. <laughs> but uh you, you know, you're subsidizing to the tune. I, I wonder what it is. I don't I honestly don't know what it is, but I know it's the average rent around here is like eight fifty a month. Uh-huh. So if they're subsidizing, you know a commercial space? Yeah. And twenty rents and you know, fifty rents, a hundred rents, how many? I yeah. don't know. But imagine if that money was put towards okay, you you own these properties, let's just say in Fort Covington or Messina, and uh you're subsidizing yourself. So you're taking DSS money that's you know probably yep. comes from you know federal state government and you're paying you're paying yourself with it. Yes. That sounds like good business to me. It that's the <laughs> what, oh god, what the fuck do they say? Um a good businessman never spends his own money. Yeah. Right? And then you have two councils. You have Canadian side that could easily funnel its money through yeah. the American side. This border that doesn't exist, so we say. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Don't, like, because that. It's like, along those people are like, we're the only ones who fucking actually do this shit. But we're so full of our own shit. Like, we have no excuse. You no. can call the You can call the tribals and the MCA and the band people colonized. You can. We've got no excuse. I mean, we could be doing this stuff collectively as well. Yes, we could. And I mean, I've seen, I mean, you know, like my longhouse isn't the nation longhouse, but it's, uh, I mean, these ideas do get talked about or were talked about. I don't know anymore because I haven't been going, but like there's that idea of the collective, you know, like truly getting back to the collective, right? Mm-hmm. And it, all these ideas get talked about, like starting a, a farm that mm-hmm. will feed everybody, you know, all this stuff that never comes to fruition. And, you know, you ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. And the answers that I have are not flattering. No, it's te- I find typically it's uh, momentum. It's often greed and avarice. Greed. Um, occasionally it's um, fear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's laziness, uh, laziness, and then I think, yeah, because I think the people who really want to, they do. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'll use a friend of mine. I don't mind naming Dean George. Mm-hmm. Got on that piece of land, built a little shack, and there he lives. And, you know where at? Right across from number nine. One of those shacks. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. There. So um, he was a. Um, He's a residential school survivor mm-hmm. uh, and an escapee. And um, I think more people like, like you don't have to go to th- those extremes, but you can. And so, so th- I think that's where people get sour about it. And maybe myself included, like, you know, what's stopping me from, I mean, I have done a few things, but. Well, 
I, I mean, no, no, no. I, I, I understand totally. I'm on board. I got two thousand to throw into the mix. All I right, got guys. Shit to throw I'll put in right two now. grand in if you want to do a collective thing. I'm getting, I'm getting closer and closer <laughs> to where I would. I that's will my emergency be able to do fund, that. by the way. Well, that's a. I don't even have an emergency fund right now, but once a few more things, a little more time, and I will. Yeah. But anyway, honestly, like once I get to where I have that ability. I will throw in, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I will and figure out like if pe- if you, me and like a few other people really want to throw in together mm-hmm. and buy a piece of land, refuse to pay the taxes and occupy it, mm-hmm. I'm down for that because I learned a lot about the eviction process from this particular lawyer mm-hmm. and I think that the key, though, is to use, to put something on it that's actually like um, you're working it, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, that's crucial to what, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, to doing that yeah. in some cases, unless you can put <clears throat> multiple families in like really yeah. close together, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a church. Yeah, right. Yeah, whatever. I don't. A longhouse. I particularly don't mind using legal loopholes, too. Like, um, you know, like trusts, like, because uh, you know, part of the, you know, we like to talk about sovereignty and it's great, but there's also peace mm-hmm. and there's peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if having a nonprofit makes your thing happen without a fight, that's pretty groovy. It like, is. Like, and we will pretend that we, everybody pretends that all of our sovereign organizations are sovereign. Am I falling behind or something? No, I was trying to see how long. We, holy shit. Yeah, we've been talking almost an hour. Um, a lot of them actually come under trusts. Yep. Including some, you know, very uh, communities with flags like this in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have a trust too. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking fool yourself. I know. And and that's okay. It is. Like, let's. That's. I think that's where I've softened a little bit because I used to be much more. Um, I used to be like that. Fanatical too. about that. Me too. But then you know, if you can save yourself two generations of fighting. Till okay, well maybe it's now is twenty one fifty, and you have thriving communities, and yeah, you exist under these legal loopholes. But now there's a million of you, right? So now you now you're gonna have a different fight with a whole different. Yep. That that's I mean that's seven generational thinking. It is, and I have no like, I have no because I I used to be kind of like pretty uh, militant about that too. Was you know the like a trust or, you know, using certain things to be able to benefit the people. You know, I kind of thought when I was younger, I used to think that it was like, I I would do that thing like, oh, well, that's a white man's way. And yeah. da, 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 da. You know, I think that as you get older. That violates two row wampum. Exactly. Like, I think as you get older, you start being more pragmatic. And if you, if you don't, I think that you're, you may not be developing properly. Well, also it's about your own ego when yeah, you're young. Like a absolutely. lot of it, it's real easy to stand on the front lines and point guns and flashlights and shut. That's fucking fun. I don't know if you've ever set tires on fire. No, I have not. It is awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever flown a fucking flag wave a gas mask on, but it is nope. so cool. That I hey, don't get me wrong. I imagine it. I mean, the couple times that I've actually been like where something was popping off like politically, and you're out there. It is exciting. 
Yeah, you if know? you're not afraid to cast everything to the wind, yeah. and you have nothing to lose, or this is your whole identity, it is great. But it's all about your ego. Yeah, well, going well, with, going I don't to, know that it's all about your ego. A lot of it's about but your ego. It's, it's, it's about your ego, and your, your own uh, sense of identity becomes a struggle. You're so, making the show. Yeah, so you don't, you don't want an end to the problems. Yeah. Just like the cops don't want an end to crime. And we you, could end a lot of crime. And you know as you know goddamn well as I do, there are a lot of people in Aquasesne who want exactly that. Mm-hmm. They don't want it to end. They don't want conflicts to stop. And you know what the fucked up thing is, is that when you I mean, again, I'm not I'm not a scholar on Gainalagoa. But I do listen to what I get taught. And, like, you, you know Francis passed. Mm-hmm. And Francis and I spent a lot of time together. And, you know, like, I think that, that like, when you said about peace, it, it's something that, like, rings through to me more. I think, actually, when he passed, it kind of made me think about it even more, was that, you know, you think of Francis, like, you know, he's the war chief and all this. You know, like, I don't know how many times he would tell me it's all about reaching the peace. That's all it's about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, if we have to fight, okay, you know, whatever. But the the goal is to reach the peace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being pragmatic, being more mature, you know, using those loopholes, whatever you got to do. If it, if it, and I'm not always saying like you always want the path of least resistance, but you have to analyze this stuff mm-hmm. and see if the modes that you're trying to use are just causing conflict that's, you know, not going to benefit you in the future. Mm-hmm. Or, or even if it will, it's going to take decades longer. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's, so I don't, it's kind of like, I, I just think that that's the best way to go about it now is like, because I say this shit all the time, use their system against them. Mm-hmm. Be educated in it and then use their system against them. Without it taking you over. Without it taking that's, you over. And that's always the crux, isn't it? It it's, is. It's, it is a rare individual who Very. spends a lot of time into that system. I've heard it. Look, I heard it sent to, oh, our people are going to go to the military. They'll come back with this training. I've, I've only seen it once. Mm. I know one guy who teaches people like stuff yeah. that he learned from the military. Yeah. He runs yeah. like, you know, he runs like uh, nature camps and shit now out West. Oh, okay. it's like British Columbia out West. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a guy who would go around and train, you know, people to sure. do, yeah. To do like, you know, alternative, uh, the alternative, uh, politics. Lifestyle? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, na- you know, it, it actually has just turned into a nature school at this point. Oh really? Yeah. For the most part. That's cool. Survival and shit. Yeah. The same skills. Uh, which you know, that's cultural uses of land. There's like, but it's rare. It is it's rare. rare. The person who will do that and not come back singing their tune. It's exceedingly rare to find. And look, I, I still want to. I still plan on going to law school and becoming an attorney. But because I spent so much time around lawyers, native lawyers, it's it's very very rare to see a native lawyer who still holds on to that fight the way that like you and I think about it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll, I'll 
say who it is. It's PJ, you know, Hearn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, PJ is like, it, it's the kind of mindset I like. Like, knows the system in and out. You know, he's been a lawyer forever. But never let that turn him into a system guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Never let that happen. And I'm lucky that he was the one that trained me, mm-hmm. you know? So it is rare to find people who will get educated in it. And and honestly, a part of it, too, is you need to... I, I honestly feel like this from having been around these people quite a bit. I kind of think if you're Native and you want to use their system against them, you do have to get educated in, in their ways. But you do have to work in it for a while mm-hmm. because you're never... like. You're never going to just academically figure it all out. You right. have to be in there mm-hmm. and see how it works internally. That's that's the rub, right? Like, yeah. can you work in, in a place like that for five years for the benefit of your people when you come back, mm-hmm. but not become completely corrupted by that? Yeah. You know, it is rare for people to be mm-hmm. able to do that. Yeah. And I'm arrogant enough to think that I can do You'll it. You'll be the one. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's not going to be me. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I'm going to be totally corrupt. Josh will be like, fuck this. I'm uh, making like fucking 300 grand a year. Yeah, fuck you people. I'll never go back. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> sign that paper. Sign that paper. Yeah, fuck Wait, you Josh, you banked up a couple million dollars. Let's go uh, take over some shit. No, nah, I'm cocaine. good. <laughs> I'm going to buy me a McMansion and <laughs> get me a fucking Bugatti or something. I'm too ADHD to do school like that. <laughs> But I mean, you know, but my it, bench is engineering anyway. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And that's that's what you know. That's why I, I it's young people, man. STEM. Yeah. <laughs> Get into engineering. Like I'm with you on like, STEM. I just I'm not smart enough to do it. Yeah, we we need more bridge builders and fewer we do. book signers. We do. That's what, I mean, look at me. I'm a fucking idiot. Like all I was ever taught was like Isaac's. Isaac is a good reader and a good writer. So give him books and a pen and fucking let him go. Yeah. I don't know how to do shit now and I don't make a lot of money. Not that like money is my most important thing, but you know, nowhere near what I should be making for my fucking education level and experience. <laughs> See, I don't have any of that. So, you know what? Honestly, if there are any kids who happen to be listening, listening to this or young people, you really need to con- fucking like, nerd. <laughs> no, you really need to can like, really think about whether or not you need to go to college. Yeah. I would probably in most cases, I would say go, if you're going to go to college, go STEM or go into a trade. I, I, I agree. I think they pushed way too many people to college. It's a whole nother thing. Yep. Um, so online, I think we presented some solutions on land claims. Uh, you think, take it to court. You're, you're for taking court. And I want to go to court and fight. All right. Um, I live on the land claim, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, corrupted. <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it's important to get that insight from someone who will be directly yeah. affected. Cause I won't, I live in Roosevelt town. Yeah, yeah. It will not affect me directly. I don't know how it would affect me because at this point I would just still live in the town of Fort Covington. Right. I don't know if they would start to care about like rules and stuff at that point. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I am for the solution of people buying up land anyway and just banding together and forming families and becoming interdependent um that's a long-term solution but mm-hmm. i mean i see it happening my neighbors are all blended families so like this whole native like blended yeah this yeah. whole most of the street no shit oh yeah 
Oh yeah. All driving all the way down here. Most of them, yeah. No I, shit. I, I don't know who the new people are over there because they just moved in, so I don't think they are. But like, great. Yeah, most of the street is. And, I think that's and, great. Um, if you go up to like the Drum Street here, uh, yep. quite a bit of it is. Yeah. And so, um, you, you there's whole families in this town that are blended, um, and that's our way. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's get it. And look, the North Country farm dude has a lot, probably a lot more in common with a native farm dude than, than they do with, than either one has with a lawyer. Yes. (laughs) Farmers and farmers just have more in common with farmers than. Yeah. Yeah. So like we, you know, a lot of what we're talking about is like who controls what and also like freedom and liberty, which is what I'm about. That's, that's why, why do I care about this shit? It's like, well, we have a microcosm of liberty and um, freedom and, and a way to make a different different kind of living that's more fun mm-hmm. and more beneficial to the people in the long run. And we could become that beacon on the hill, rising above the land of milk and honey. Yeah. And that's that's what I see. Or we could sell it all. We could fucking move to Florida. I know, right? That's a, like... Well, I ain't going to Florida. Fuck that. I'm, you too fat. I'm too fat for that shit. <laughs> well, I'll put on special underwear. I'll, I'll go, like, maybe Utah. I'll go to like Wyoming or something like yeah, that. But yeah. I ain't going down south. But <laughs> I mean, it's true though, too, is like, you know, that, that idea, like, uh, well, one thing is you and I are both blended people. Mm-hmm. Um, no way. So like, I know, right? Look at me. Look how fucking dark I am. No way. It's just like Geronimo than me. <laughs> but it's just, you know, like those ideas of like, you know, the expansion of our population base because of the blending of families. You know, that's a I think that's a good thing. I'm not I don't like that that <clears throat> I don't like that attitude of no clan, no plan with just a that's just your base and you have no reasoning behind it. It's just something you heard. And it, I mean, it's exclusionary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, I respect the great law and all that. And I was born without a clan, but I think it's more important to, well, it's not more important than guy on the goal, but it's very important to, to make sure that we're including the people who are half, you know what I mean? And, but who have mohawk heritage in them that's not just like you know the fucking white lady in missouri who says she's part cherokee or whatever (laughs) but you know it's like so that's a that's a big part of it and like it's it's more outside the box thinking about the kind of things that you and i were just talking about it just befuddles me to why like why don't they think of these things and then inevitably I mean, I mean, you must you must think this at some point too. They probably have thought of this and just mm. said, "Fuck no." Right? Yeah, people have fundamentalist beliefs. Uh, when you come from trauma, you want to feel good about something. You want to elevate yourself. That's why Jesus people are the way they are, and it's not why the white nationalists are the way they are. Ugh. Yeah, well, it's all comes from the same place. No, 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 it does. Yeah. I've heard I've heard born longhouse people describe their society. They are describing fascism. Yep. So. They don't realize that because they wrap it in feathers. But what they're describing is a very controlled society. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't jive with 
I don't know. That's not how I want to live. It doesn't. You know what? It's great to, when you're in control, but it sucks when you're not. It, it, yeah, exactly. Like if you're one of the, you know, if you're within that, how I always say the tribal elite, you know, bubble, you're you're good to go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're fine. And why would you want to switch that up? Yeah. And then it like, and then we keep feeding into this thing of like, the people just don't try. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just don't yeah. get involved. But it, they're hobbits. Yeah. I read the Lord of the Rings. I, I want to throw the, the ring into the fucking volcano. Me too. That's where I am politically. Like that, people don't get it. Like you're this way, that way. Yeah. No, I want to throw away power. I want there to be no power. I don't even. You know what? Like. I don't even care about like, see, you're, I told you that, right? There's a guy I talk to quite frequently and he's a libertarian <laughs> also. So it's very interesting to talk with him. Um, but I kind of look at it like, like there's that individualism part of libertarianism that I, I understand it like from an academic level, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, practicality, I don't know that, you know, I don't agree with it, but mm-hmm. I do think that there's a way for um to kind of switch that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to say it. But anyway, it's just like we don't there's got to be a way to flip that dynamic around to make people realize that it's not the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, how do you do it? Whatever. But if you have any ideas, you can email. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I, I Comment, I don't know. like, and share. I say this shit on, like, I'll say it on Facebook when people talk about this because, like, I'm no better. Like, yeah. I I don't do enough. I've tried, mm. and then I quit because, mm. you know, it's like you're that guy out there, like, you know, trying to rah-rah cheer everybody on, and then after, you know, a few months, you're like, what the fuck? Like yeah. nobody is like, they all, Oh, they all like what I say, but they don't fucking do anything to help me. Well, yeah. So that's where putting your energy. Like that's, you got to put your energy to young people because they're not yes. established yet. So yep. they have the fluidity and the freedom of movement. That's right. So, um, like this podcast, uh, the other podcast we do, the comedy, even just making more money. Like I've been poor. Mm-hmm. I'm almost, sort of not poor <laughs> there are forces of evil trying to make that differently but uh what i've noticed and i like is uh every time somebody needs money i can give them some yeah that's fucking groovy it is and i don't care about the 50 bucks yep i give them the 50 bucks i don't want your raffle here's yep. your 50 dollars go yep. excel good sir yep please yep um I don't. I don't want recognition. I don't. I just hear this is. I have this, and there you go. Yep. Now you have this. I'm gonna skip one meal at the Thai restaurant, and here you go. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so that's like that's the start. Like that's common in our community. Yep, it is. So, and uh, that's why I do the work I do with uh, like my day job mm-hmm. because uh, all of our ventures as communities falter because of things like dispute resolution because failure to get along because of trauma like we've identified control issues that comes from trauma sure inability to get along trauma yep you know impulsivity trauma yep so it all comes from the same place like our we have an entire 
several generations that were raped, beaten, yeah. fucking murdered. Yeah. Let's not let's not mince words and call it a holocaust. And that's what we went through. The, the fact that we are where we are. We don't have people helping us. I like Jewish people. Right. I I think it's great that is I don't like some of the things Israel does, but I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. But like I can't I can't abide. But that's a hell of a bounce but, considering considering what they were through yeah. within the lifetime of people who are still alive. Right. To what they've done. Yeah. Is that that's pretty fucking amazing. Indian country doesn't have F sixteens yet. No. We well, will. If we <laughs> I think that there would be some seriously unhappy people if we had those kinds of things and knew how to use them. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like the the Israel thing. I don't know. Like I get I mean, because, see, that's it's actually an interesting thing. We actually have a lot in common with the Palestinians and yeah. the Israelis. We you do. You know what I mean? We do. There, there's a lot of commonalities there. But, you know, I, I can't just, like, there should be, there should be a Jewish state. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. I just, and that's another thing a lot of people don't realize is, like, those settlements and stuff over there. Those are, those are being done by... The extremists, yeah, the extreme Zionists, you yeah. know, for the most part, and then because the Israeli government, from what I understand, and it's I'm no expert, but that there's a lot of very far right wing elements in the very, Knesset, very, very, far yes. Right. So they back up the settlement yeah, yeah. stuff because it works know. for them too. It, it gets does them what they want, sure, and you know, so I, I mean, I hold. I guess I I could say I hold common um, common concerns with the Israelis and like kind of historically I can. That's why I find it fascinating. It is fascinating. I, I find it fascinating that Tel Aviv is what it is, considering a good portion of its population's parents or grandparents were put to death. Yeah, like not that long ago. Yeah, like what was it? The, okay, so. What was the percentage of like the Ashkenazi Jews that were killed? It was like seventy percent or something. It was a lot. It was a lot. Like more than half. Yeah. And that is like insane. Yeah. And it's 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 pretty much the only thing that I can think of that comes close to the scope of what happened to yeah. Native people here. Yeah. But that you know was done mean? in a four year or five year period. Exactly. Not in a, it's not over the course of centuries. Right. Well, it came to mind, too. I watched this very powerful movie called Bones of Crows recently. I didn't watch it yet. I have it ready to... You keep your gasoline away. You might go set something on fire. Yeah. That's uh, what I've heard. Yeah. But there's a moment where one of the characters is liberating a Jewish death camp. Really? And he has a moment where he has a flashback to residential school because the quarters were so similar. No shit. Yeah. Oof. It's fucking tears. Yeah. That's what, like, the, the couple of people I talked to who did go and see it, like, in the theater, mm-hmm. they said, like, everybody was just in tears yeah. coming out of the theater. Mm-hmm. And I, I I could totally see it, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's kind of why I'm holding off on watching it, too. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, it, it's, it's something you should see, but yeah, definitely. Make, it a, make it an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on a day when I don't have to go yeah. maybe, anywhere. Maybe have someone on call. Yep. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll have my wife there like, okay, I'm going to need some real <laughs> yeah. soft touch today. 
but it, but it, you know it puts it in perspective yeah. if we're one generation out from that yeah that's not uh and it's very it was very pervasive mm-hmm. so um i mean something to keep in mind it's not an excuse but it's like why why is things dysfunctional oh oh that's why yeah and i didn't like you know the thing with the the settlements and you know kind of highlighting that it's more the extremist faction of mm-hmm. the Israelis who are doing that. I'm not saying it to like give them a pass for yeah, yeah. doing it, but right. you know, it's just like, I think that context and nuance is like largely getting ignored these <laughs> days. So yeah. you can't really have a, you know, you can't really talk about things like that without at least putting some oh, context. Yeah. Into yeah. It. Yeah. You know. But it strikes me as interesting because they are people who went through a Holocaust yeah, absolutely. recently, yep. and they now have cities. Yep. And, you know, we still need a real grocery store. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I really do want, like, I wanted Aldi's here. And then, like, I, I don't know, I guess my wife contacted someone from the tribe or somebody over there and was asking about that. And then she was given the, you'd have to ask her specifically, but it was like, it was something like, Oh, it's with the licensing, and we can't make it work, and this and that. And I'm like, how? Like, I don't get that. Yeah, this is this is why I don't like having a compliance department. Yeah, it is slowly dripping into everything. That's another show. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. We do. Have, I think we did a few solutions. I think we did. Yep. We could have more in this conversation. Uh, I'd love to hear people in the comments. I'd like to let you know that there are properties available for people to do things on. If you are of the bent of the hippie back to movement kind of traditional cultural type of person, there are places available to do stuff at if you're willing to work. Let's start this movement. Yeah. uh, We're Sage Against the Machine. I'm Joshua. I'm Isaac. Come find us on, uh, yeah, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. All the other things. Also see the Aboriginal Outlaws. We like them. We do. <laughs> Even though they say filthy, horrible things. <laughs> a bunch of miscreants. And the, uh, and the women's dads, who are our matriarchs. Yeah. Yeah.